Hello, and welcome to Adopter Stories by Adoption Now. We're a UK-based regional adoption agency for Blackburn with Darwin, Bolton, Berry, Oldham, Rochdale and Thameside. Faith. For many people, it plays a fundamental role in their lives. And if you're a person of faith, then we understand that it's a huge part of what makes you, you. At Adoption Now, we welcome people of all faiths who are considering adopting a child or children through us. So in our last episode about faith, we spoke to Jill and Paul about how their Christian faith plays a huge part in their lives and in their decision to adopt to. So with that in mind, we're thrilled to be continuing the theme in this episode by welcoming onto the show Abu Bakr and Uzma. For them, the Islamic faith plays a very important part in their life. So in this episode, we find out about their adoption story, finding out just how much their faith helps in their decision to adopt. So without further ado, let's get straight to the interview. Hello both and welcome to the programme. So perhaps we can start with how you came to the decision to adopt. Um, I was the one who first looked up for adoption and uh, the more I looked into it, I recognised that there are many children out there who don't have the safe, loving, supportive home environments uh, that they need. So I just um, spoke to Abu Bakr and we just discussed all the aspects of adoption and um, surprisingly his thoughts were similar as mine and we were on the same page so um, obviously we decided there and then that we will um, obviously um, adopt and uh, the motivation was to give uh, to be honest was to give the child a better starting life and just to giving a child a loving home and then obviously we could have a family through adoption as well. Mm. So I understand that faith plays a big role in your lives. Would you say that your faith played a big part in your decision to adopt and within the adoption process too? Uh, yeah, so on that one, yeah, it, it definitely did because we practice our faith. Uh, some people choose to, some people choose not to, and obviously that's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we choose to, and obviously as part of that uh we've learned or we've obviously come to know that adoption is not only highly recommended uh, but it's something which is encouraged as well uh, because obviously if you have a stable family environment and you can help somebody less fortunate than yourself uh, then that that's obviously rewarding yeah. uh, and obviously on top of that it's giving you something which is missing in your life. So, you know, if you're just a family where you're just a couple and then, you know, getting a child as well. So it sort of uh, gives you something and you, 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 you're providing a safe environment for the child. And then it's sort of trying to then bring the child up, you know, with the, 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 the right values uh, in life, you know, so they are respectful of, of the elders, you know, and they, they do good in the community and they they, 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 they're positive and they look at things positively and, and, and where possible, they try and help, you know, to bring about change and things like that. Yeah. So it's not just a case of bringing the child up so you have a family so that you can prepare the child as much as you can, because obviously school and, and education prepares them. But then obviously from your faith side or from your sort of family side, you know, you're preparing them for for life skills as well. So, um, are you happy to, to say what your religion is? 
Yeah, yeah. In, during yeah, the so, yeah, so we Muslims. Yeah. So we so, were obviously going to, 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 to bring the child up as a Muslim uh, whilst they're a child. Then obviously, afterwards, when you're an adult, you make your own decisions, don't you? You know, it's not a case of then you still can, you know, you, you can never force something upon anyone, especially mm. in our religion. Religion is a choice. It's not something that you are obliged to do. Mm. or, you know, even forced to do. If you, it doesn't work like that. Religion is not something that can be forced upon you. If you want to join a specific faith, it has to be a choice. It can't be something that someone's, you know, forcing upon you. So yeah. we would bring the child up or we will bring our child up as a Muslim. And then mm. afterwards, whatever life choices she makes when she's an adult, then that's her life. She can do as she pleases. But obviously we would be hoping that we have given her the sort of, you know, the basics of the faith and and when she starts getting into it and, and, and then she's hopefully practicing as well, that'd be something that she chooses for her life anyway. Yeah. So from making the decision to adopt, did you know where to go and what was your next move going to be? Mm. Yeah, uh, well, we didn't know who to contact, to be honest. <laughs> we looked up um, online for uh, adoption agencies closer to us. And uh, we filled in some um, initial inquiry forms um, over the Internet. And then um, we did um, fill in uh, forms with two agencies and uh, um, one of them got back to us and uh, we filled in some forms for the initial home visit. And uh, someone came over and did a visit and then someone else from another agency, they contacted us and then we had another home uh, initial home visit with them at home and one of them recommended adoption now to us so oh. that is yeah so that is how we then again um, um filled in the forms for the initial home visit and um yeah that's how how it all started but we didn't know we just uh, looked up on the internet and that is how we found the other agencies one of them was our local um authorities agency as well but it was them who recommended adoption now because they said adoption now um has got younger children um okay. because we did say at the start that we were looking to adopt um, as young as possible you see so that's why they recommended adoption now and uh, we did yeah we filled in the form and had the initial visit and just got started <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Just on the, the, the back of that question, so yeah. uh, the, the main reason why we went with adoption now uh, was the foster for adoption. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. like that agency didn't do that and they had a little bit older children. And our yeah. sort of initial, we after making the initial inquiries and reading stuff yeah. online, we were sort of going, because obviously we wanted a child as young as possible. We were mm -hmm. going towards foster for adoption and just that particular model, only adoption now, was offering that, yeah. and obviously that's why we then said that's perfect for us and we went with adoption now. Right, so can you remember what it was like to be part of the adoption process? Like the processes that you went through and how you felt actually going through the, the process itself? Yeah, I mean, the we didn't know what to expect because obviously it's not something we'd done before. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I, I knew one family that had adopted and I'd never discussed the process with them. You know, I just yeah, knew they had adopted yeah. it. That was it. I'd never discussed the process. So we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, we kind of quickly kind of gauged that it was going to be quite intense. And, and you know, 
there was going to be a lot of information that would need to be provided and gained as well, which is understandable, obviously, now that we look at it. Yeah. Uh, but it was very intense. You know, there was a lot of information gathering from the social worker side. Uh, it was, it, we were made to feel at ease. So, you know, the social workers were superb. Mm. You know, they were helping us, guiding us all the way through. And uh, they, uh, they, they, they do a fantastic job uh, in terms of, obviously, the assessments. They took slightly longer than we had anticipated, but that was because of uh, the Christmas holidays and, 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 and other little bits and bits. Because when we were going through the process, obviously little things came up which were taking slightly longer than maybe okay. one or two. It just, it just ran over a little bit, but that is to be expected. Obviously, we were told by social workers, sometimes it can go over. So we were told normally it takes this long, but it depends on just how long the discussions are. Because sometimes you get into a discussion and the whole meeting would just be on that one topic and then the other stuff left, which we'd have to not do that day because we'd been there for two, three hours and, you know, it gets too much. So then we'd have to do the next visit and then do the other stuff on that. So mm. it took a little bit longer than we had thought. Overall, I think the way it's done is, is the correct way because yeah. obviously you've got to make sure the child you're placing with the families, you know, it's 100% is correct in terms of, you know, the adopters that you're trying to recruit they have to be that because you don't want to take a child out of one bad situation into another bad situation. That's not a social worker's job, is it? Their job is to, no. is to find all forever homes. Yeah. 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 I think it wasn't overall, it wasn't emotional, right, to be honest. I mean, uh, at times it was very nerve-wracking, especially the panels, I remember. <laughs> but, but at the end, obviously, now we've got our daughter, so it was well worth it. Every, every, no, every single thing, the, the assessments and, mm. and the, the prep group training and the, and the panel and every, at that time was very, for me, was, I, I was very nervous for the panels and, and all, but then at the end, the end results, now we've got our daughter and oh, it was well worth it to be honest, <laughs> I would say, yeah. You know, well worth everything, yeah. You know, in terms of being nervous, I can yeah. remember when we went to our <laughs> initial, the, 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 you know, the approval panel. Yeah. yeah. I can remember that to our social worker, I think it was our social worker and her yeah. manager, her yeah. manager and social worker and manager were there. So we had a little meeting before we went in and I said to him, I said, I've never been this nervous in my life and I've done job interviews. I've been involved in, 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 in charity work. I've been involved in local politics. I've, I've stood for election, you know, I've, I've, I've had job interviews and I've never been that nervous in anything else that <laughs> was that, that, that approval panel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, matching panel I wasn't, the approval panel I was, I've never been that nervous. I was a So how did you wait to be matched with a child and how did you know they were the right child for you, but most importantly you were the right fit for them? I mean, we, um, uh, when we passed the panel straight away, we uh, because we had already looked at the profile of our daughter, and I remember uh, the first time I read the profile, I, I just smiled and I thought, no, I, I think you just have that feeling, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe this, but it's just that feeling that straight away, I remember I read it and I smiled and I thought, oh, 
I think this is the one. And because we had already um, uh, seen the profile and uh, when we passed the panel, we were straight on to um, discussing about the matching panel. And it didn't take us long. They just took it after passing the panel for approval for adopters. After that, mm. it was just about five weeks later, we were at the matching panel. Yeah, so mm. it was it was really quick. Um, yeah, for the right match, I don't think you would ever think that it's not the right match for any child, to be honest. But with our case, the the, the profile of our daughter, we had already looked. That was um, that match was perfect for us, and we were the right match for her. So it just happened uh, really quick for us to be. Yeah. Yeah. Just just on the back, though, obviously, again. With the profile and then the report yeah. that you get of the child, there's so much information in there. Yeah. You know, after seeing those, yeah. you know, if you've got any doubt after you read the full report, I don't know what it's called now. It's just kind of off the top of my head what it's actually called. But you know, when you read it, I think mm. CPR or something. I, I don't yeah. know, just forget what it's called. But once yeah. you've read that, then any doubts you have have either gone or you think, hang on, I didn't know this, so no, this is not for us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. initially. You know, this is this looks like it's a good match. Yeah. You know, I've got a good feeling about this child. But then it's just reading through the report and just making sure medically and you know everything else is 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 what you expect. Yeah. As long as it's what you expect, then you know you're good to go. And that's what it was. So initially, we both had similar sort yeah. of vibe from her. You know, reading the initial yeah. short profile, just yeah. a picture mm. that idea of what she likes and what she does. And then when we read the report, that obviously gave us background of her and how she was placed and, you know, what the circumstances were and how she is and uh, what her family history is and her background and, you know, what extended family do, you know, as a professional and and things like that. So it gives you a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Uh, And obviously in terms of the one that is really, really important, I think, for a lot of adopters, or certainly was for us, is the health side of it, because the stuff mm-hmm. you can cope with later on, you know, if they develop stuff, because you don't know, even a birth child, you know, no. they might have some later on when they go to school or whatever, and that is unexpected. You, you know, you're not going to know. It is what it is. You just have to get on with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. As long as, obviously, there's nothing in there initially which is going to worry you, then it's good. And, and, and there wasn't anything. Uh, so, obviously, we just went ahead. And that, again, was fairly straightforward. Uh, there were no issues, and like Usman's already mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, after the panel, it was fairly quick, you know, the yeah. turnaround for us to go to matching and then uh, for that to be finalised as well. It was just the right timing. Our daughter moved in on the lockdown day, so... <laughs> really? On the first day of lockdown. The lockdown oh. day, we went to pick her up. So yeah. every we were in lockdown, but all we were doing in the morning was just going to pick her up. So social workers said... You've done a full week's As, uh, um, uh, introductions, introductions yeah. and all you're doing in the morning is just picking it up, nothing else. It was lockdown, but they had agreed that we could do that. Yeah. So we went, that was, and then obviously after that, we were in lockdown anyway, so it was just staying at home then. So should we finish off with, is adoption something that you recommend to others? Yeah, definitely. We, we would recommend it. I mean, as we've already said that the assessments and everything, it can get a bit intense and everything, but mm. the end results you get is, is worth all everything. I mean, all the emotions and everything. And uh, we do definitely recommend it. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've mentioned it to so many people. You know, mm. I know I know people. I know couples that haven't got their own children, and I've mentioned it to them. I said, mm. look, there's other stuff that you can look into, fertility and things like that. But is this yeah. an avenue you've looked at? Yeah. You know, and then I try and explain the process to them. Look, this is the process because there's there's a lot of misconceptions about adoption. Some people Absolutely, think. Yeah. Uh, you only get disabled children. Yeah. Some people think you only get refugee children. You know, and there's all sorts of, like, I don't know where people get these ideas yeah. from. And I'm like, no, there's, 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 there's all sorts of children available. And some people think you just get given a child, that you're having this child, and that's yes. And I, you have to explain. So there's a lot of misconceptions about it, but I think that's where, especially you guys marketing-wise, you know, come in in the sense that, you know, you need to, Keep getting your. I know you do. You're on the sort of on the radio stations, and you have your literature. You've got your Facebook. So it's just a case of keep carrying on doing that and getting the mm-hmm. message out that you know we've got children available from all backgrounds, which is I think is the important message that needs to go out because there are children available from all backgrounds. I mean, for example, our background, so Asian or Muslim background, a lot of people think there are no Asian or Muslim children waiting mm-hmm. to be adopted. They just assume that. Because I don't know if it's a faith thing or whatever, they just assume because they are Muslim families' children, they're not going to go into care. But obviously, that isn't the case, is it? You know that, we know that now. Through yeah, going through the yeah. So it's yeah. just getting the message out there, you know, mm-hmm. to the, the mosques uh, and the, 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 the community centres and local communities and schools and colleges that, you know, there is children from all backgrounds available, so Asian, Arab, uh, European, well, British, you know, all these Ooh, sort of children available yeah, for yeah. everybody looking to adopt. So it's not just a case of you're only going to have a narrow scope that you can work with. Mm. I think the UK is uh, a multicultural society and the children that are available for adoption reflect that. You know, it does, anybody yeah. Yeah. into the process and they could say, right, because my background is this, I'm looking for this and they'd be able to pretty much get that. Mm. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of work to do still on the myths around adoption, aren't they? And there yeah, is, yeah, there is definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think obviously the lockdown this last twelve months has just been a lockdown, so I suppose not much has been done, but yeah. you know, like these seminars and open open days and you know, like for example, going to a church service on a Sunday and at the end of the church service you know, people can come over to you guys. You've got a stall there and they can talk to you. Come into the mosque on a Friday and then people can come over and talk to you. Uh, if there's local events going on, community events, Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, there with a the stall and just talking to people, you know, handing out literature, uh, you know, pointing, towards, pointing them towards social media because I think social media is... Uh, I'm personally not on any social media platforms, but social media is massive these days. So... Mm-hmm. That's the way people uh, tend to go for their information, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm. Uh, so it's trying to, you know, sort of, you know, say to them that you can see us on YouTube, on, on, on Facebook, etc., and just, just getting out all the different uh, platforms that you've got for information. Yeah. And then, because obviously, just your website, but there's more than that these days, isn't there? So oh, just yeah. telling them yeah. to go on the, and then they can get all the information on there and, 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 and discuss and, and speak to people. So, yeah, there's still a lot of work to do, but, yeah, we keep trying to, to tell people, anybody that will listen. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> we really do. We really do. Um, so is there anything else 
because the, the main focus of this was faith. Is there anything else yeah. that you think needs to be said or needs to be mentioned regarding faith and, and adoption together? You know, because yeah. It, yeah, it's a big part of people's yeah. lives, isn't it? If you, yeah. Regarding faith and adoption, I think a lot can be said about adoption and faith because ultimately, not just Islam, but any faith yeah. encourages you to do good. Oh, yeah, I don't absolutely. know any faith that doesn't encourage you to. So the, the, the main essence or the main foundations of faith is to do good. And I don't think, you know, you could you could pray, you could give charity, but I don't think there's more good that you can do than to change somebody's life for the better. You know, especially a child's life. So you can change an adult's life by helping them. So, for example, someone works for Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever, you know, some drug abuse charity or whatever, and they're trying to make a difference to adults' lives because they've gone off onto the wrong track and they're trying to help them. Mm. That's all very good because, obviously, again, you're helping, you know, the society and, and your local community. But I think... From a faith point of view, I think the best you can do, better than giving charity, better than praying, uh, you know, better than, uh, you know, going out and, and preaching the faith and, and trying to get people towards the faith. You know, like you have people going out, knocking on doors, you know, giving out literature and saying, come to the church, come to the mosque, things like that. You know, mm. even better than that, I think, is through your actions by adopting a child and changing the child's life forever. I think whether somebody in the community acknowledges that or remembers that, it doesn't matter. Hopefully, if you do the best you can, the child will definitely remember that later on in life. So when they're an adult, when they've got their own children. So as an example, our scenario, you know, our daughter. So when she's older and she's got her own family and she moves on, hopefully she'll still remember this time that, you know, they brought me up, they were Muslims, they brought me up as a Muslim, and she's grateful for all of that, and she's grateful for her upbringing and everything. Uh, so, yeah, definitely, you know, from a faith point of view, I think the biggest thing you can probably do, in my opinion, possibly, is to adopt uh, a child or, or, or to, to, to help children, you know, whether it's fostering or adoption, because you're making a real difference there. Uh, in terms of... Uh, you know, faith, again, within Islam, I can't speak for Christianity or, or, or any of the other religions, but especially within Islam, you know, adoption is something that's highly rewarding. And, you know, if you adopt, it's, it's a really, really massive thing that you're doing. Uh, whereas on the flip side of it, there's a lot of misconceptions as well, which, yeah. you know, people don't understand. And that's going to be through lack of knowledge and lack of understanding yeah. Because some people think, oh no, but that's not your child and what will happen later on and what will this look like and what will that look like? You know, so they're not looking at the positive, they're looking at the negatives. And then there's some people who funnily enough or weirdly enough, it's not funny, but weirdly enough think it's forbidden to adopt yeah. within right. okay. this. I don't know where they get that idea from. That's definitely through a lack of knowledge because... If you read up yeah. on an Islamic point of view, it's, it's not written. If anything, it's completely the opposite. Uh, but from faith point of view, absolutely, you know, it's massive. For, for, for Not for you as the adopter, hopefully, it's going to be for the betterment of the child as well. Because obviously, 
as if you're part of any faith, so for example, we as Muslims believe that it is the correct way and the, the right way for somebody to follow their life. Uh, and obviously we want to encourage that for other people as well. People make their own choices, but you know, a Muslim is not going to tell somebody to become a Sikh or become a Hindu. Either. They're always going to try and say to them, come towards this faith, because yeah. that's what they practice. Uh, and if you can instill some of those, uh, you know, those, those beliefs and those qualities into a child, when they then grow, uh, you know, they will, hopefully, because it's all about, faith is about, making someone a better human being. So let's forget about becoming a better Muslim. It's all about humanity, first of all, before you get into your particular religions. Uh, so I think it's all about getting someone ready to become a better human being. And I think through adopting and through our faith, I think that's something we can do. You know, our daughter, we can hopefully, at the end of it, not that there is any end to the process, but you understand, don't you, when they're yeah, yeah, yeah. adults, independence up to the stage of when she becomes an adult hopefully by that stage she'll have become a better human being yeah i would just like to say our um definitely our faith has played a big part uh, in our decision to adopt um you see and i remember through the assessments because it's it's not the assessments not no not easy you see i mean going uh, and um i'm sure our um, faith gave us strength to go through the the process, overall the process, not just assessments. And our faith encourages and fully supports the concept of adoption. I mean, as as uh, we said already, that some people think that it's forbidden, but it's mm. not. Uh, it fully supports and um, encourages the concept of adoption. And uh, for us, uh, uh, during the process, it was a strength. Our faith was the main strength for us. Thank you so much to Abu Bakr and Uzma for coming on to this episode of Adopter Stories. We really appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk to us. Now, if you're considering adoption and would like to inquire with adoption now or ask any questions they may have, then please head over to our website, which is www.adoptionnow.org.uk. Alternatively, you can ring our information line on 0204 336096. Our information line is open 9 until 5pm Monday to Friday. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again in the next episode of Adopter Stories by Adoption Now. <laughs>